1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
2: Let's get this show started. So um, while Ian is logging in, I'll let you guys know that uh Investfest 2022, get your tickets uh August 5th through August 2nd. I just got 7th, seven, seven. Seven. 7th. I said. August 5th to August 7th. I just got off the phone with somebody. Man, I'm telling you, I, I can't really announce everything yet, but trust me, it's better to get the early bird price. I'm telling you um, something that, you know, it's just the whole vibe of culture when you have, you know, entertainment mixed with, you know, business and investing and then conversations and then vendors, um, food trucks. We got some more surprises this year and we added a few things this year, but just a really dope experience networking. It will be at least 8,000 people there this year. That's a fact. Minimal. At least. It will be at least 8,000 people there this 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 year. Um Get your tickets, yeah, man. It's, it's going to be dope. Vendors, vendors, vendors get your boots. Don't
3: play around. Get your booth. Stop playing. Early bird people have got their booths already. I think we got... The numbers, I think, hit triple digits already. So make sure we've added more space for more vendors. We want to see more businesses. We want to support. We want to purchase. We want to patron with some more businesses. Make sure that y'all get a vendor booth. There's gonna be a lot of people in there.
4: Can I have two, please? On the east wing and west wing. I'm trying to to make sure that the camera wasn't panning all crazy. Oh man, that's part of it, man. We loved it. Yeah, part of the live show. How y'all doing? No, you want great. You, man.
2: You, on, you on your can pink, pink flow.
4: You know, pink horsepower. Shout out to Cam. Pink <laughs> horsepower. <laughs> Shout
2: out to Killer Cam. Shout I'm out to Killer the moves Cam.
4: We're gonna have some fun.
2: How was how was your event? I know you was in Dallas, Texas this weekend. How was that?
4: Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, I had a chance to meet Soledad O'Brien, so I was like oh. excited about that. Uh, ran into Damon again. Shout out to the Queen, MC Light, and everybody in Red Panda. I love you all, Nicole. Thank you for putting it together, Justin. Um, Felicia, everyone who helped with the event. But yeah, it was, it was absolutely amazing. Um, met a brother, and I'll talk about it in the presentation tonight, but I met a brother who started watching the show, and in two years, it's 24, became a millionaire from watching the show. Hadn't joined wow. Red Panda, hadn't joined EYL. That's something like, just execute, man. Like, that got me so geeked. Um, and kudos to the brother who introduced me. He was actually like, hey, can I be your photographer in Dallas? And it was his friend. I was like, man, that's what it's all about. So, yeah, I I was excited, definitely excited. That was
3: incredible. How many, how many questions did you get to ask, Soledad? I know you was picking her brain. Man,
4: I, I didn't. It was real, real quick. So, so maybe at a later date, I'd be able to.
3: Yeah, I I told we had a conversation prior, like how I was like used to just watch everything she did from CNN, HBO Sports, you and and I both. I'm
4: like, man, you know, I know my mom was excited. So, yeah, I I was geeked. I was geeked. Yeah, yeah. Congrats on that. Yeah, for Thank sure. You. I was the event this weekend with the big boss?
2: It was inspiring. <laughs> it was very, very inspiring, you know, to, um, anytime we get a chance, we've been there twice. And, um, you know, every time we go there, you know, Ross, that's 174 acres, um, that's inspiring within itself. But just to see him be able to put something that massive in his front lawn, like literally like, you know, have. Key word front. Hundreds of cars, <laughs> hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of his own cars, did you know, hundreds of other people's cars and then thousands of people at his, literally at his house. Um, like Ross, really a boss. Like, you know, you could just tell like how he moves, like everybody, his staff, most of them is like from his neighborhood, like, you know, his homies that he grew up with and, you know, they, they all answer to each other. And then like, when he comes around, you you realize like his presence is felt like, you know what I mean? Like when he comes around, like, it's just, it's kind of hard to explain, but he really a boss. Like, he's not just saying that he's really a boss. And, um, he really operating on a very high level and has been able to accomplish a lot with a little, if you really think about it, it's not like he sold 10 million records or he was, you know, ever like the most popular person. He's not like Kanye West, as far as, you know, a global, you know, as far as music sales and all of that, but he was able to come in and, um, you know, get right to it, meet the right people, make the right relationships and has been able to accomplish a lot.
3: A lot, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, I think the and kid he's definitely is
4: definitely a crypto guru. <laughs> <laughs>
3: the kid, like what he said, was it was his front yard, and so that was the biggest thing for me. Was like when you see the amount of property that he owns and what he's been able to create from having the property, is is really inspiring. Like it's interesting to see people who see the land for the first time, and I'm like, yeah, this is this is ridiculous because there's so many other parts of the property that people didn't get to see. Like he has a field and he has a yeah. farm with cows and bulls. But he has other ideas that he, 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 he's planning. And I think it's right when we said, like, this is the Graceland of our, our generation, right? Like, there's a certain generation that grew up on Elvis, and, like, we had to see Graceland. It's quickly becoming that. Aristotle actually told me a, a good story. He was like, he's from the area. And so growing up, he had drove past that property all every day almost. He said the only time we ever stopped even to touch the property was when a van Holyfield would have fireworks on July 4th. And everybody in the, the town and city got to come and watch it. So for him, it was like an emotional moment that he actually got to come in the property, have his car in there and be around other entrepreneurs. So like just these little things of aspiration and inspiration, right? This kid has been watching this all his life and now he's here. It was dope, man. But Ross has been able to use every asset possible to his disposal, right? Like I have the land, let's create something. I have the cars, let's use them for something, right? I have connections, I have sponsorships, let's bring them in on this project. So. It's, yeah. a, it's incredible, man. He's one of those guys, those, those special human beings that I don't think people are really gonna understand, right? They just think that this is a rap. This is, this is much, this is deeper than rap. That's, that's one of the greatest hosts all of all time. It's Deeper than rap, that's a fact.
2: Yeah. So shout out to Ross, man. Uh, I, I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show too, but you know, it definitely a good dude. Um, <laughs> did someone say recession? Shout out to him 500 on the... <laughs> On the check-in. We're
3: gonna get to that. Yeah. Never misses <laughs> an opportunity
2: for marketing.
3: <laughs> Shout out we to We should have had on blue. My four him 500. 500.
2: big conference this weekend.
3: Yeah, yeah. We're gonna
2: talk about that. Big, 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 big conference this weekend in, in Las Vegas. So yes, yeah, recession proof family. You already know what it is. Uh yeah, him 500, That's my God, man. That's my brother. Um, all right. So let's get into this. Um this week, earn your leisure, big week, as always. We have assets over liabilities dropping tonight. And then on YouTube on Wednesday, shout out to Jamel Hill, highly respected journalist, um, super, super dope human being and has been able to, you know, break barriers in, in a male-dominated industry. So uh, dope conversation about, you know, her inner workings in the sports world, some stuff that happened with ESPN, the whole, the whole genre. That comes out tonight mm-hmm. on revolt. Tomorrow, we got a dope, dope interview with my boy, Humble humble with somebody that Charlemagne has been asking to get on EYL for a long time. He's Charlemagne's financial advisor. He's Issa Ray's financial advisor. Mm-hmm. He is Lonzo Ball's financial advisor. He has one of the top financial planning firms um, in the country, um, African um, and represents a bunch of A-list celebrities and um, athletes and you know, full financial planning services. So yeah. his story is super dope. It's the first time we actually got a chance to actually speak to a financial advisor or a wealth manager. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a dope that's near and dear to my heart because that's that's you know what I was doing before this. So the way he's been able to scale his business and to manage, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars and you know provide all types of services for his clients from legal services to you know insurance to investing. Very, very dope conversation, and we got to highlight people like that because mm-hmm. the behind the scenes, it's dope to highlight the the athletes and the rappers, but the people behind the scenes that's actually controlling their money, that's the people that you really need to know, A, and B, you need to highlight as well. So yeah. that comes out tomorrow, 8 o'clock.
3: Yeah, I think it's one of, in my humble opinion, probably one of the top three stories that I've ever heard. Just from an entrepreneurial standpoint from where he started to where he's at is is one of the most inspiring uh stories i've ever heard especially on our platform and so shout out to him shout out to tony o too and b wagner he represents b wagner
5: yeah
3: um of the la rams now so shout out to him yeah, yeah. i hope that this story is incredible
2: yep so that's the rundown um troy you wanna
3: yeah 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 y'all know how this goes man shout out to our family at red panda shout out to the earners we want to let y'all know about a great choice if you're looking to bank or invest ally is a leading digital financial service company with passionate customer service innovative financial solutions and our relentlessly focus on doing it right for both customers and our communities get with ally so that you can save invest and spend on the things that matter most to you for everything we need we're all better off with an ally shout out to the team at ally shout out to our um family dave what up john what up shout out to the to uh Erica and the whole Ally team, man, it is a blessing. More things to come. More things to come. Stay tuned, alert. Disclaimer. That's fact. That's right. You know how this works. Do your own research. Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It's very important that you do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own your own your very own personal circumstances you should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and wish to rely upon whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise please continue to do your research please continue to share your research with your people that's how community grows and shout out to uh, our new earners who joined last week um, from our uh ally, uh sponsorship uh we have five new ones tonight so make sure y'all tune in at the end to hear your names man shout out to all the new earners Yep, ian the floor is
2: yours
4: um i love you guys so much thank you to everyone who had a chance to come to la or dallas to the jp morgan event Nicole, once again thank you uh we will have a open stock club call so if you're in the telegram i will post the link there five minutes before we get started um, the replay from tonight and the notes that I'm gonna add will be put in tomorrow. Uh, Trading after dark, will be back very soon. Red Panda members tonight, I'm gonna to be giving cash apps. So after the presentation is done towards the end, we're gonna do some cash apps and put you guys in chat if I've made you money. I love you guys. It's the greatest show on earth. Let's have a blast, man. It's gonna be a good one.
2: Let's do it. Let's get it.
4: Let me share a screen.
2: Humble Laquanga is, uh, is his name. His last name is pronounced L U K A N G A for people that, a couple of people asked what his name was. Humble.
4: Let me know if you he can hear it. We can hear you. Uh, We can
3: see you for sure. No sound yet, though. You can play. You gotta press play. Are
4: y'all good?
2: Yeah, no, can't hear. Is that from us? People saying that they can't hear.
3: No, nah, I don't hear anything on my
4: side. I, I don't hear anything. Technical, okay, let's see. Sure sound. All right. Let me see. Let me fix this on my end real quick. I hit clear sure sound. Yep, stereo. Hmm. Let me unshare and do it one more time. What about now? Nah. Still
2: nothing? Yeah, still not. It's a little blurry too. Maybe the internet connection maybe issue, but I, I don't know. Let's
4: it's go to topics by. and then I'll get this fixed. And then. uh, Call an audible on a play. Let's do it. Yeah, we got to yes. call the audible real quick. <laughs> let's,
2: let's call this audible. All right, let's go into yeah, it. Let's set up let's, on,
4: my, let's... on my top. Yeah, let's do it.
2: Let's do this. Um. Well, first you want to talk about Taiwan?
3: Taiwan, yeah. as far as the uh, potential of U.S. now saying that they're going to back them? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. And we spoke about this a bunch of times, and Ian, I know, brought it up. But Taiwan is obviously, I mean, Taiwan Semiconductor is a company that we're very interested in. We know what the part they play in the world as far as semiconductors, having over 60% of them. To have a, a country like China try to invade could obviously lead to a takeover, which would obviously put them in large control over other things in the economy as well. And so the fact that the U.S. is deciding to step in or saying that they will in the event, I mean, we've seen it before with the U.S. saying that, hey, we're gonna help a country and obviously it does sometimes that backfires. So it's something to be mindful of. Um, hopefully nothing happens and hopefully, you know, China will say, all right, well, it was just a, a threat proposal, but you know, we, we gotta be mindful of it and, and be aware of, of the potential effects that could happen. So. When you're making an investment, like I said, in a company like Taiwan, keep this in mind. Keep this in mind because it, it could affect us short-term and long-term. Taiwan
2: semiconductors. Taiwan is an extremely important country because they're one of these countries. It's kind of like I guess the be- best analogy I can give is like Puerto Rico, where technically like they're, their own. they're under they're under the governance of China, but they're like their own country. But this has been a long issue for a long period of time. Um, Hong Kong, similar situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, for China to, to take over, obviously it's a very, very important economic power play right, right there, as you said, from a technology standpoint. Um, and for America to play a part in that is done for strategic reasons right. um, where, you know, obviously with China becoming more and more of a superpower um and on pace to actually become the world's strongest economy within the next eight years within the next year like 10 years something like that this this will just accelerate that um if China has full control over that and then of course the alliance with China and Russia Mm -hmm. so now you have you know strategic strategic moves that are being made so it's very important that um at the very least people be aware of that because that obviously is going to play a part in not only the Chinese economy and the Asian economy, but the world economy as well.
3: Yeah. And we've seen it too. Like we've seen the news, right? We've seen the news that there's fire jets that are flying over Taiwan. And so the threat level gets pretty high, especially from a proximity, right? Like if we have to have a strategic placement to even try to help. Um, so again, world, w- wars never help the economies. It doesn't help world economies. It, it, we can see that right now with Russia and Ukraine. If we add that, I mean, we're already in a bear market in our economy. Can you imagine two conflicts happening at the same time, simultaneously? And one that can completely devastate a sector. Yeah. Completely devastate.
2: Well, so and then also I wanted since we got a minute before Ian jumps back on, I think it's good to kind of have a beginning beginners one on one, because when even was talking to Slim Thug the other day, he had asked, like, what what is a bear market? And somebody had commented, like, can you just have like a like a beginning session? Yeah. So I realize a lot of times with Market Mondays, is it, it goes very quickly and it's like high level conversation. But I think it's important to kind of get back to the basics. So
3: can we before you start, can we just say like the humility from Slim Thug? Shout out to Slim Thaw. Right? Like, to say that, you know what? People are looking at this man as a, a hip-hop legend from the South, right? Has made a lot of money in his music career. But just the humbleness to say, look, nah, I don't know what that is. Like, we don't do that. Like, we don't do that. We're so like, yeah, I've heard of it. He's like, nah, I don't know. And he allowed us to actually explain things to him. Like, that just shows you the level of character that is this man. He's a, He's a good dude.
2: Yeah. So let's just talk about this real quick. There's really, there's a few indexes that... When people say the stock market is up or the stock market is down, they're not talking about every single stock on the stock market. They're referring to indexes and they're referring to usually a few indexes, mainly the Dow Jones, the S&P 500, and the NASDAQ. There's a few others like the Russell 2000, but most important are the S&P 500, the NASDAQ is important, the Dow Jones. The Dow Jones is like, A household name, but it's probably not as important as the S&P 500. So what these indexes represent, is kind of like microcosm of the market. So when you thought the S&P 500 would stand for the Standard & Poor's 500, that's 500 companies that make up the stock market. Mm -hmm. So you have 500 companies from all different areas of the economy and they make up the stock market, right? So now that's an index that you can actually invest in. So you're talking about like SPY. SPY is that's the index. So if you go on you know, your Robinhood account, or if you go on Fidelity or TD, you can buy the S&P yeah. 500 index. Let
3: me, let me just add something to you real quick. So like when we talk about a, a microcosm of the economy, so it's 500 companies, but it's from all sectors. So a lot of people are like, y'all only know a couple of sectors. So I'm gonna just, I'll give a couple, all the sectors and you keep going. So that's energy, materials, industrials, consumer discretionary, consumer staples, healthcare, financials, information technology, telecommunication services, utilities, real estate. So, all those sectors inside of the index.
2: So yeah, so what happens is you hear bull and bear market. When a market, when the index pulls back 20% or more, that signals a bear market. So we are already in a bear market for technology. The NASDAQ has been negative uh, 20%. Yeah, we're down 29. Um, but the S&P 500 and the Dow, they just reached that level. I know the S&P just reached that level
3: Friday. On Friday. Man, we had a conversation Thursday and I'm, I'm like, nah, we're in the bear market. You're like, nah, not by definition. I'm like, uh, Yeah, not by
2: definition. By definition we weren't. But the next and day then, we were And then
3: Friday we, we entered the bear market.
2: Yeah, it was a strong comeback today, mm-hmm. looks like. Um, so what happens is that during bear markets, that's obviously when, when the market is down, right? And usually it's important to know the historical data on this because that's the best way to kind of predict the future. Usually bear markets last like eight months on average. So what happened is that in 2008, that was our last real bear market. And we didn't have another bear market until 2020 when Corona first hit. Right, the shortest. Now, the problem with that, that was the shortest bear market mm-hmm. in American history because the government put so much money into the economy that it propped it up and it went from being the shortest bear market to also the quickest recovery in history as well. And that's when a lot of people got in and they made a lot of money from anything, GameStop to Apple to everything that you really think of was up during that period of time. But that's not normal. Two things aren't normal here. A, bear markets don't usually take that long to occur, and then they don't take that short to recover. So what we're looking at now is that we're probably, at some point in time, I've been saying this for a long time, at some point in time, we would do for another bear market, a real bear market. So this looks like it has a... This has the potential to be a real bear market, meaning it's gonna last, you know, might last eight months, it might last a year, it might last six months, but it's gonna be a real bear market because we're not gonna be afforded the same luxuries that we were before as far as propping up the economy. Because A, the reason why they just can't keep printing money like they did last time is that inflation is high. So inflation is at like a you know 30-year, 20-year high right now. So the problem with printing money is that you devalue the money that causes inflation. So now what they're trying to do is taper off inflation. So that's why they're raising interest rates. So they raise interest rates to make money harder to get, right? So they keep interest rates low because now that's cheap money, it's easier mm-hmm. to get. When you start raising interest rates, that makes money harder to get, right? So that's done that's done to taper inflation. But another thing that they that they have to do to taper inflation is stop printing so much money. So it's a catch twenty-two because if they stop printing so much money, then you're not going to be able just to bail out the economy like they've done the last two times. Because mm-hmm. even in 2008, they printed a bunch of money, and then 2020 they printed a bunch. even printed even more money. But this time they're not going to have the luxury of printing so much money because they have inflation, along with a couple other things. So add that with uh, wars mm-hmm. that's currently happening mm-hmm. in Russia and Ukraine, the threat of of um, of China, um, unstable, instability unsta- in the job market, um, housing market. We have to see how this is going to play out. So I say this to say, it looks like we, we are headed towards not only a bear market, but it also looks like we're headed towards a recession. So
4: we're already there <laughs> technically.
2: So the, the best way to benefit from that a is to actually even know B, be prepared and, um, actually have cash on the sideline that you can actually make investments too. So it's a double-edged sword whenever these type of events happen for anybody that's new because a lot of people just came into the stock market in 2020 and they only experienced good times and now that accounts is red and they're panicking. So the negative side of it is that you're going to be losing money if you're in long-term positions and you're holding. That's the negative side of it. Mm -hmm. But the positive side of it is that, and this is from experience, like I actually studied this stuff. The biggest return, like if you look at 2008, like, it was like down 40%, but then the year after that, it was up 60%. Usually when the stock market goes down the hardest, that's where you see the biggest increase the next year. Yeah. Um, yeah so yeah. there's opportunity, there's opportunity for not only for you to get your money back mm-hmm. that you might have lost, but there's also opportunity to invest and then have, you know, accelerated growth because the usually the biggest growth years happen after the worst time. So, that's true in life like yeah. it's like a life analogy usually the best times happen after the worst times but yeah. you ask you have to be able to ride out the worst times to experience the, the best times so that's it's going to be opportunities it's going to be opportunities but there's also going to be losses I'm not going to lie to you it's going to be losses and there's going to be a lot of pain um, and there's no magical wand that we can just do just to accelerate this and say okay next week is going to be good or next month is going to be good you're going to have to be patient you're going to have to be financially responsible. Um, but as, you know, Leon Howard once said, you do always make money. You make more money in a drought. It's
3: fact. That's true. Yeah. And I think that's like one of the keys that when we talk about financial planning is like having reserves. So if you had reserves, like even if you have it in a broker's account right now and you're talking about, yes, you're going to take a hit right now, but you also have opportunity if you have reserves to have some really good entry points. And so when we talk about, turnarounds right in 08 when the market crashed look at a company like apple's 10-year chart or 12-year chart since that yep. look at microsoft's chart since 2008 and so when we talk about like imagine if you had those reserves and you were able to deploy those reserves in some of these positions and let them grow so that's why it's important. Like we say, be patient, but also have money in reserves. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Don't put all your eggs in or all your cash. I ain't going to say eggs. We're talking about real things. Don't put all your cash in one investment. Make sure you have the reserves because, and we said this in 08, and we said it in at the start of the pandemic. When the time comes, we need to be ready. 2020, we just, we positioned 08 straight up. I wasn't positioned. I wasn't positioned. I was like, damn, yeah. I wasn't ready for this. And I said, we can't let that happen again. And so this is another another chance for us to actually get into some positions at some really, really low prices, some undervalued prices, and just keep them long term.
4: Look at the charts. Once again, only top five. If I can squeeze that in. Mike, yeah. please clip this up. Only the top five companies on earth. Does it make sense why I've been screaming that for the last two years? If so, please put yes in chat. The 55th best company is going to get destroyed as inflation goes up. Quantitative easing is out the window. Now we're in a cycle of like tightening or quantitative destruction, focus on the top five. Investing is really easy if you just follow the blueprint and a plan. Two tech, two index, top two companies, crypto, top two, real estate, top two markets, entrepreneurship, top two markets, everything is smooth after that. I know you wanna gamble, but the reason why a lot of people want to trade first instead of invest, is because they didn't have the discipline to buy the same companies over and over again for five years and you're trying to make up for lost time. You cannot make up for lost time, no matter what you do.
3: Yeah, and, and people, I see some people asking, why is TSM so, point, so important? Obviously we said they control 60% of the semiconductors in the world, but listen to their customers. These are the customers, their clients, right? Their number one client is Apple. You might've heard of this company, right? The wealthiest American company right now. 25% of their revenue share comes from Apple. Uh, AMD is a, a client, Qualcomm is a client, Broadcom is a client, NVIDIA is a client, Sony is a client, Intel is a client. So we're talking about pretty much every aspect from cars to fridges, <laughs> to your computers, all these things, your, your cameras, all these things that pretty much we use on an everyday basis that are part of our lives. Yep. They're making <laughs> the technology so that th- those things can be functional. If that is compromised, this is, this is this is a real global effect
2: and also another thing that i'll say is that you run a tremendous risk by investing in individual stocks this is the this is the reality that nobody's going to tell you um, it's extremely risky when you invest in individual stocks especially if you are a novice or you're not an expert and even if you are an expert you run a lot of things are out of your control when you when you invest in individual stocks. This is why the index play is a good... This is why, the reason why like they Warren Buffett and these guys say, like, individual investors should just invest in index funds. They actually are trying to protect people from hurting themselves. Not to say that you can't make money from individual stocks. I never said that. But it is way more risk involved with individual stocks. If you want to be a little bit more riskier, you can do the ETFs, which gives you, you know, sector specific exposure. But when you start investing in individual stocks, you run the risk of things that are out of your control because things just happen. Like even we talked about like Facebook or, you, you could be a, a one of the strongest companies, Facebook's one of the strongest companies in the world. I think it's like fifth as far as their market cap, but they didn't meet, um, their projections and they lost billions of dollars in market cap in one day and, and it dropped yep. almost like a hundred dollars so i mean yeah it's not like that's sure. just a, that's not like that's like a penny scott no. or just a stock like you know that's the company that's a strong company that we use every single day that's one of the top 10 companies one of the top five companies in the world and netflix another company yeah. that just fell off the you don't see any strong index or any strong ETF move in that right right direction. So I won't beat a dead horse because I understand that stocks are sexy and, you know, that's what, you know, people want to, you know, invest in and all of that. But just understand that when you invest in individual stocks, you run a tremendous risk of
3: losing money. That is, it's just a historical fact. You look at the data. That's on the top two. Yeah. I mean, Microsoft is a great company, right? But when the economy is down, it, it's gonna go way down with it. So was at 349 at its peak or 359. Right now it's at 260. It's not that Microsoft didn't meet its earnings and it didn't have great future guidance. The economy's down.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and I also say this too, like if you guys listen, like a lot of you are just getting your ass kicked because you didn't listen. Neo, no good. Palantir, no good. Rivian, no good. Lucian, no good. What other ones did you guys throw? Doge is dying. Gave a price for you guys to get in that. Luna, Tether will be next. Like a lot of inve- like, please write this in chat. If Ian gives me the picks and I make all the money, I'm the genius, Meaning you. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Like Charge Point, it was a bunch of them that people were throwing around. And I'm like, they have no revenue at all. Like, honestly, some of the businesses you guys were investing in, we make more revenue there and higher net profit. Yeah. In a recession, focus and hunt. Go through 2,000 companies to find four. Or five. And I pray we can get this video going tonight. Jen, I'm emailing to you as well um, if it doesn't work on my end. But I'm begging you to hunt for five quality companies that you will hold on to if your life depended on it. That's it. That's it.
2: Let's, let's get into these talking points. Um, What are three pieces of advice you, you want uh when building a your- well, actually, let's let's take the business question. Let's talk about the um the portfolio since we're in investment. Uh, what's the biggest mistake that you see people making when they show um you their their portfolios in person? It happens to me all the time. It happens <laughs> to you all the time. All the I time. know it happens to you all the time. People walk yep. up to us and actually show us like this is what, how, Slim Dunk did it. This, <laughs> this is what this is what I'm invested in. So <laughs> what's the what's the biggest what's the biggest mistake that you see when people show you their Robin Hood account when you
4: see them in person? Number one, too many picks. The average person I see has 10 to 20 picks. You cannot do proper analysis on all of them. It's tough. Fellas, same thing. If you're trying to date 10 to 20 women at one time, it sounds good on paper and action and philosophy, terrible idea, same outcome. Divorce, broke, unhappy, miserable, right? Number two, not having a thesis that you've tested. So I know for two tech, two index, if inflation gets to 15%, my model is destroyed. I didn't have to go to my second bag of investing. So regardless of what you're investing in, I'm like, hey, why do you like this company? It's usually because somebody else told them and they don't know all the pros and cons of that company. And then number three, not put enough capital into the ones they believe in. So people will like spread. Say you have 5,000, they'll put hundred here, a hundred here, 200 here, 300 there. And then it falls apart. And it's like, you had two winners that you could have made 10 X on but you didn't heavily invest. So when you like minimize the number of companies that you're gonna invest in, if you go go Google right now, the quote that Warren Buffett says about diversification, if you are truly diversified, you're doing it wrong. There's a class of information for people who don't know, who won't listen, who won't execute. And then there's the real set of information. You wanna concentrate really heavy. So like when Coca-Cola was Warren Buffett's big position in the nineties, what percentage of his portfolio was it? And then if you go look at Apple right now, which is his number one position, how much of his portfolio does it hold? Like people don't put in enough into their winners. And I and I try and tell you guys, they have one hoodie, one t-shirt. Why? That shit's working. That's Jordan. They could have made 19 other shirts like most companies do. That's how most fashion lines and merch lines fall off. They don't ride their winners long enough. So stay Minimize the number of stocks that you have, know why you're investing in them and what are the pros and cons. Like if Tim Cook tomorrow leaves Apple, boy, it may be two days before I'm done. Unless he names a successor that has been with him for 10 years. And then once you find your winners, you gotta put enough money into them in order for them to work in your favor.
3: That's a valuable lesson. You know what the the interesting part about that and that's something you you learn right? Like We originally had like seven different slogans on t-shirts. We saw the one that was working, All right, no need to invest in the other ones. This is gonna be be the the model going forward. I think the other thing is when they show us their portfolios, they'll say, look, I heard Ian say this, I heard you, I heard Rashad say this, but I found this other company that I'm looking into and I want to put money in. It's trying to find the next thing when the first thing is here. Like, I feel like when we look at portfolios, it'll be like, yo, this is this new marijuana company that I just heard about that. I'm like, well, all right, bro, but like there's, there's this company over here that's actually profitable right now that you might want to look into, right? There's somebody that makes this phone that you're showing me on that you probably want to look into as well. And so trying to find the next thing a lot of times in their portfolios, or even like they'll put, there'll be companies. I'm like, well, where'd you, how'd you even hear about this company? Right? Like trying to find the next thing to have that, that big like uptick and that payday, right? Everybody's looking for that next payday. So I'm just like, all right, we stress these things for a reason. We're stressing these companies for a reason. They're proven, they're productive, they're profitable. We went through like I personally told a story about Luke and Coffee, and Shai reminds me, and Ian always reminds me. And when I see traps sometimes, he's he reminds me. I literally had to go through that to tell you that I did that so that nobody else hopefully would make that type of decision or mistake. Yeah. It happens, right? Like trying to, oh, it could be the next Starbucks. Oh. Every, all the research in the world, but nothing can tell you, hey, hey, they falsified documents. Oh, wait, that changes things. You see what I'm saying? So you left, you leave yourself susceptible to things like that when there's already a proven company in the space.
2: You have to um, hold good companies, even in bad times. You got to hold good companies in bad times. So if you're invested in a company that is a strong company, if you're investing in a strong index, a strong ETF, and it's down right now, that just means that you just invested at the wrong time. But don't sell the investment. You have to wait. And don't get overly excited by days like today when the Dow Jones is up 600 points. It's a fight between bulls and bears. What happens is that it's just like, you know, a regular, you know, boxing match, right? Like, you fighting, you fighting, and it's like a tug of war. But at Mm -hmm. one point, one side is going to win. And, you know, you might have short-term victories, but that doesn't necessarily mean you won the war. This is headed this is headed south. I don't I don't know. I don't want to put my whole reputation on saying this, but it's probably gonna get worse before it gets better. So it's not like one good day is gonna change everything, it'll probably be yeah. red tomorrow. So don't get overly excited by you know a, a great day in the market because a bad day is coming. Um, and bad days are coming. But the good news is that it's almost impossible that.
3: You won't recover if you hold for a long period of time. If you're mm-hmm. in, if you're in good companies, yeah. I think what the key, what you said is like eight months, fair market, on average, on average, they, in eight months, in the, the span of a lifetime or an investment, that's not a long time. And it 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 rebounds usually the best
4: after that.
2: Mm-hmm. So just be prepared, but you got you yeah. got to wait.
4: And also, I want to say and let them know. Please write this down. Some of the most volatile upswings in the market, some of the best bullish days are during a down cycle in a recession. So tomorrow, mm-hmm. Tuesday and Wednesday, historically, our down days, Monday and Friday are up. You may get a 900 point day one day and be like, okay, this is the end of it. And then we're gonna slide back down mm-hmm. violently. I've told you guys the levels like that 3700 level where we may like dance around and then towards the end of the year go up. But as you said, please be careful thinking that just because one day, especially for those of you who are trading, if you don't know out of a hundred trades, how many you're gonna win, stop trading until October, November. Practice, you should have practiced 2020 in last year. Now is not the time to play. If you practice through this recession though, when things stabilize and become easy, it's gonna be like taking candy from a baby. But yeah, if you're investing in great companies, this is how you know, if you have to ask, is this company good? Will this company do well in a recession? Will it do good after a recession? It's not a good company. Let it go. Same one yeah, like when you're dating, yeah. like you know somebody good. If you have to ask your sister, or your auntie, hey, what you think of uh, Ray Ray terrible. You know he's terrible. Shout out to Ray Ray. Yeah. Either you're gonna stay, yeah. yeah, shout out Ray Ray. Yeah. Uh, either you're gonna stay or not. But this is not the time to play. This is not gonna be like 2020 where everything recovers really fast because the venture market is going down, the housing market next year is gonna pop, those prices are gonna come down, automotive prices are gonna come back down, and we haven't even gotten to. The megalodon of all debt which is a student loan crisis mm-hmm. which may hit in 24 27.
2: yeah and the reality is you have to ask you one thing i forgot we are everybody's like what about puts and puts when we spoke about puts um and how to short the market and we're actually gonna have a youtube live on eight o'clock on wednesday about how to short the market and puts. but the reality of it is that you're still probably going to lose money. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. We're going to to show you. On Wednesday, we're going to have a whole class showing you step-by-step how to do puts, how to short the market, how to make money when the market goes down. But you're still probably going to lose. You know, it's just the reality of it that most people aren't disciplined enough to actually follow a game. Oh, we're plan. having
4: an honest talk today. Oh my God, try to keep going. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nah, you nah, just, somebody was just
3: asking about inverse ETFs and I'm, I'm glad nah, you're I'm still trying, talking I about mean, yeah. yeah. you,
2: We don't give you as much information as yeah. you need. And a lot. some people will make money from the information that's provided, but it's it's intangibles that go into play. And when you become emotional and when you, and it's just human nature, it's not even, it's not even nothing negative towards people. Well, I, I just know, it. I've been in the industry, I've seen it. People get scared, people, you could tell somebody don't sell this position. And as soon as they start to lose money,
4: they selling it. They and selling it. And then you, you want to have it. a conversation about it. Why? Same with inverse ETFs. I've said it before. Mike, Nikki, clip this up. UVXY, if you hold it three to five days maximum, you're not say Michael Burr.
3: No, 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 no. Slay that. slow down and say it
4: again. Cause people are like, wait, well, I, I held it for five months. No. UVXY, three to five days. This is the truth. Since Shadi got me on my truth bag, right? We was the truth <laughs> If you're not holding stocks for 10 years and you're not practicing every day on episode 70, I came out and said, hey, long-term and trading. Y'all tried to remix it. Call the options pit in Chicago because the futures and options pits are tied together. If you can get somebody who's a veteran on the phone, ask them what percentage of all options trades in the last 20 years have ended profitable? I did it with futures. I know ESZB, UB, how many in the profitable. You have to play with the numbers that are in front of you. If you're trying to short this market now, you're late. I told you October, a crash was coming. Bezos sold off damn near all of his stocks. Chamal said it, Elon said it Mm -hmm. a month later. A lot of times, if I can be honest and I'm going to be in my most humble and zen space, you're waiting for somebody white to validate the shit that I'm telling y'all when I'm better than the people who y'all listening to. Dave called me, Frederick called me. I'm ready to go. Shoddy, we, we need 20 movies in the next 10 years. Bad Boys 5, 6, <laughs> the Mike Laurie spinoff. <laughs> Come on, if that. I were to perform like, and I, I love Kathy. I hate that they did that tour. They're doing it to Sailor right now. Man, if I ought to perform like her, y'all would have killed me. But y'all waiting for validation. No CRISPR is no fucking good. No Teladoc is no fucking good. I'm sorry. Now, and let's be real honest, we came into the market beating our chests. Oh, we're going to get reparations from this. You don't think they heard that? Guess what? we going to, yeah, y'all can get reparations for real. Great. Let me fuck this market up. The entire venture capital, startup, long-term investing, short-term—wait till these—they raise these margins at the end of the year for trading on futures and options. Real estate, automotive, every space you can be in—they crash the market at one time.
2: Don't forget they crypto. Made an
4: example out of the Luna kid, just to Oof. prove a point. It was getting—it it was spooky
3: for on Friday. You saw tether was down ten billion. Spooky. Man, spooky.
4: And a kid yeah. had a failed project before, great idea. This is what, so, I, so some of you were saying in the YouTube comments, Ian talking all ethereal, acting like he nods with the, so I'm gonna be real with you. When you choose <laughs> to have a stable coin, you're now competing against the Federal Reserve, mutual funds, annuities, insurance companies, and hedge funds. Boy, you pick some bad opponents. Why? Because they are the ones who are selling safety. Tether and Luna is non-stepped on with fentanyl. They gonna make sure, okay, great. Now they crash Mm -hmm. that market, they're gonna kill Tether and then come in and say, here is our version of a stable coin because you can only get that product through us. Let me show you what stable looks like. Be careful. Whenever you are saying we are going to take over an industry and I'm glad you guys see it now at AMC and GameStop, how much debt is falling. Those people that were leaving hedge funds that were tired of being tied to hedge funds and cannot exit, they led that revolution and used us, the people, as liquidity to get out of the jobs they no longer wanted to have. There is no we, the people. It is the 1%, 0.01%, and then us. They're not going to get, why don't they tell us to invest in water and then tell us we could have invested in crypto? 10, 15 years ago, or give us a chance to buy into FTX or crypto.com or Binance, there's a reason why. They're using us as liquidity. This is the part of Snowfall. What was old girl name that was that was going to Spelman and got hooked?
3: Oh, what
4: happened to her? Frank's Franklin's girl, all of us in the market are Franklin's girl. But they're telling us, this is how the game is really played. And for those of you that have been on the mortgage side, 2008, those of you that have been investing for a long period of time, you've seen, Mark. they destroyed the Forex market and drug all of them to crypto and did the same thing they used to do in Forex. And then it happened before in penny stocks. It's the same group of people. That's why I said, if you can trade one thing, you should be able to trade all because the players are going to move. Be careful. But when you are saying that we're going to overthrow a gut, that's why those of you like, Some of you hate my decentralized take. I get it. Y'all read the white paper that was written in 2009. I get it. Every business plan should go through updates at least every three months. But if you're telling me that the plan, okay, great. So y'all let a nameless faceless person dictate to you what to invest in. But when I tell you what to invest in is wrong. Why? Because of my hue and then my demeanor. Man, these people are laughing behind the scenes. I was the first one to tell you about the big banks being involved in crypto, but I don't know crypto. Okay, great. Wait for this next hat trick they pull off. Avalanche two. You pick. There is no product that if you this for everybody who like in the streets, if you have a product and you get hot and you don't get permission, what you what you gonna do? Ray Ray, I need some of that. Cartel business model came from the Vatican, and that is the reason why that priest cannot marry. So when they pass, they pass on what property rights they do onto the Vatican. How many properties is the Vatican own?
5: It's
4: a different level. So I know, and that's why, I, humbly, gracefully, no pineapple juice, just papaya and, and alkaline water. Even be careful for those who talk bad about us, because you notice during a time of recession, none of them are given to you right now. Not in deed, not in money, not in tips, not in advice. It's a dirty game, man. Like all the money that floats around in here. And then these are just the people that I know that I've made millions. They've made millions. Collectively, us watching. If there's, let's say, 200,000 people that open accounts, and let's say the average was 15,000 put into those accounts over the last two years, how much money is that? So some of you were going to war in your neighborhoods for ten thousand bucks. It's a lot of money. Sturdiest game on earth, but if you can master it, you can be a kingpin legally.
3: That's my illegal station. Yeah, we are all Melanie is yes. trending right now. Uh, Shout out to uh
2: approaching nine thousand on a check-in. Yes. Shout out to everybody on YouTube. Hit the like button. We got we got a lot more information in store. This is uh, mm-hmm. you know, going to be a it's going to be episode. one of those. Yeah. Uh, hey, r- real
3: quick before you start, I know when we 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 try to uh, tell people to do their research and use indicators. So obviously we talk about the VIX. I believe like maybe on the first episode of Market Mondays, you talked about the fair and greed index. So I was just wondering, do you know where it's at right now? Oh, Let me look right now. A, a whopping 14 is the score out of hundred. So zero being the lowest extreme fear up to hundred, which would be <sighs> extreme greed. We are at a 14 right now. And so I believe like we, we spoke about that when we see extreme, extreme fear, that's when we want
4: to say, all right,
2: Explain, explain, it's almost 9,000 people on YouTube. You wanna, you
4: wanna give it, Ian? Yeah, yeah, I, don't, yeah I, don't, I mean, I it, so, so if you go to uh, Google and it's, you'll see one from CNN. So for those of you that are Republican, your skin may catch on fire for 30 seconds when you look <laughs> at it. But the fear and greed index tells you where we are. It's like a sentiment indicator or it's like a, like a heat map for how people feel. So ideally, if it gets to zero or one, You want to invest as much as you can. It's the simplest indicator to know when to invest. When we got to 100 or 97, that means everyone was so high on the market and the gains of the market. It was unbelievable. Um, You don't want to invest there. You want to invest from the zero to 10 range. We're almost there. If you want to never think about investing and never have to look at charts, look at the fear and greed index. And when it's 10 or low buy. when it gets to 90 or above, you want to stop buying. Yeah. this is for top five companies only
3: yeah and for context right so in november of 21 right last year the fear and greed index was at a 75 uh-huh. 75 this is around the time we're saying like there's a pullback that's coming pullback is coming so obviously seen a 75 is extreme greed and so that's just complete contrast to where we're at now we're at extreme fear where are we uh, are right now 19 we were at uh, earlier this morning we were at 11 We got up, obviously it was was green today, so it went up to a 14. 14? Yeah, 14.
4: And if you guys really wanna do some homework, please write this down. See what the fear and greed index levels are without quantitative easing. If I can be honest, and Shadi touched on it before with tech, if you look post 2008 through 2020, without quantitative easing and Obama choosing to save the disaster that Bush caused, Tech will probably be like the fourth best industry to be in. That's the scary part. These are inflated games. Like all this capital has flown around, right? And where did they go to? Messaging apps that look like remakes of Black Planet and Instant Messenger. When we were kids, 2022, man, I thought I could have had a car that could have took me to Mars by now, right? Boy, the Tesla auto drive feature doesn't even work as well as it should for most vehicles. So it's mismanagement of capital, but they were just care- they cared about who they can get control of. Notice most of the angel and venture money goes to corporations or founders that have very little capital, very little control so that they can control them. Think of the venture lab- uh, capital companies as record labels. So the same way they would target, I want to say pray, would target those without capital, because capital leads to power you can then take over a company. The thing that I do love that Mark Zuckerberg did, he has majority majority controlling shares of his company. For every entrepreneur, make sure you keep that. Don't ever get in a position where a group or one people can push you out of your company. It happens a hell of a lot. So please be careful. We just need better companies to produce better results. And if you've read the Ray Dalio book, the number one reason why I'm afraid for America, if China passes us up and going back to TSM, if they get TSM, That is an infinity stone. Because now if, and people will say, no, they wouldn't take over Taiwan and not control it the way that they would in China. I'm like, but the purpose of acquiring land, property, talent, people is to have them under your control. So then they can then control what deal flow and supply chain comes here. And now you can really go on an attack and destroy the companies of the week here. That's why I put it in, in telegram today. Like that is a chess piece we cannot lose. We lose Taiwan. That would be the like you ever watch a game and somebody hit a three and that's like, that's a dagger, but it's two minutes left. There's nothing we can do if they take over Taiwan and get TSM from us. It's game over.
2: Game over, ladies and gentlemen. Um, So when Ian refers to the top five companies, I'm just going to say that the top 10 companies market cap, this is the market cap. This is the size of the companies. Saudi Aramico is the largest company in the world. Okay, number, one. Um, number one company in the world. Um, Apple is number two. Yep. Microsoft, Microsoft is number three. Google, Alphabet, is number four. Amazon is number five. Tesla is number six. Berkshire Hathaway, Warren Buffett's company, is number seven. Meta, better known as Facebook, is number eight. TSM, this is the company that we've been talking about. Taiwan Semiconductor um, is number nine. And Johnson and Johnson uh, are number is number
4: 10. Is number 10. Yep. So, Everybody to put in chat what the what Saudi Aramco specialize in?
3: Okay. That will tell you why. There, there we go. Earn his own point, I see y'all, I see y'all.
2: <laughs> yes, there you have it with the top 10 companies in the world. And what do you also notice about that list?
3: A lot of American companies.
2: That's one thing. <laughs> that is one thing. That is tech. one thing. Yes, mostly tech. Mm-hmm. Good job, Ian. You get the star. You get a star. Hey! Today. No stars, no stars. <laughs> we stopped doing that in school. I'm joking. Seven, <laughs> seven of the ten companies are tech companies. So, to say that to tech is over, I think is grossly exaggerated. But to say that it's over inflated is a different story. And every tech company is not the same. Just because you're a tech company does not make it, you know, a ten times x valuation and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. The same thing happened with dot com. When dot-com bubble burst, it didn't mean that every single, you know, website was was evaluated, was devalued. It just means that, you know, there was a lot of websites that just wasn't worth anything. Same thing with crypto. Mm-hmm. History repeats itself. Yeah. Um, it didn't when crypto crashed a few years ago, it doesn't it didn't mean that crypto was done. It just meant that a lot of those coins and a lot of those projects, and now we're seeing it with NFTs. The NFT market is down 90%. That doesn't necessarily mean that the ideas of NFTs is never gonna be here and the, the, the idea of it is a bad idea. It just means that a lot of NFT projects aren't good. Okay. It, happen, it happens all the time. Yeah, most have but no th- value. Most most everything has no value.
3: But that's the key. Like, that's the key. But in, like, No, this- but, that's,
4: that, but that's a fact. Hold like, on, mostly- th- that's a great take though. E- even publicly traded companies, I would agree. Yeah,
3: it's a fact. Fact of life. Yeah. What, I'm, what I was gonna say is that even in these times, like, and I know it's like one of the bullet points was like, what should we be thinking about in this this climate if we're trying to create a business? Add value, you gotta figure out what the value is. Like, how can you change life? So a lot of companies are created in, in economic downturn, right? Like if you go back to the history, like I literally went back and read like the top 20 companies that were created during recession. These companies, that you know, Disney, Microsoft, even most recently, Uber, Slack, uh, Airbnb, Venmo, all these companies were created because of a value add, right? So like, if you look at the history of of, uh, Uber, right? The the founders, they couldn't get a a taxi in Paris, France. Sparked an idea that can add value to everyone's daily life. Same thing with Airbnb, right? 2008 happened, people couldn't afford to go to hotel accommodations, people trying to find sources of revenue, Airbnb, uh, idea gets sparked. So somebody's gonna create, the new company is coming, Right, because somebody's gonna think of a value add that can change the lives of people. Even Venmo and like like telecommunications. I even like I was looking at one that was like MailChimp. I'm like MailChimp. I remember that from the dot com. Yeah. I'm like MailChimp, but they changed the business model in 2009. Right, rather than saying from an everyday person, let's get corporate accounts with large email services, and we can that could be our new business model. So when you can add value or find a value add that changed people's lives, definitely in these times in the long run, you got you got a chance to be
4: successful. Yeah. The The yeah. origin of Red Panda was birthed out of a recession. And for my entrepreneurs, man, go, I, I know I shouldn't say it, but man, go a hundred times harder. Some of you legit, like the brother I talked to in Dallas, venture space, man, three, four years, he should be worth 30, 40 million easily, easily. Some of you, and I told my brother the same thing last night, Troy, it's funny you said it. Most of the great companies are birthed out of a recession because now it's a change in the guard. I know some of you are worried about the great reset, but it comes down to what problem can I solve that no one else on the world can solve that is needed right now. So when 2020 came, like it's not coincidence that we launched market Mondays in the last quick recession. Nobody would have wanted it in 2019. For those of you been a red panda when everything was good 2015, 2016, Oh, I don't need it. I'm good. And then should hit the fan. And now it's like, yeah, now I need some help. For those of you that have businesses go harder and there's going to be a contraction, even in people marketing, I would eat up all the ad space that you could if you know what your numbers are to break out. Because once it's over, you're going to have trust. The people who were afraid to buy or didn't have the money to buy will now come in your ecosystem and now you're going to be able to pass up a lot of competition. Let's be real. Do you guys hear from me? Market Monday's Troy and Rashad more, or do you hear from your broker 401k manager, financial advisor more? Not even close. Most of y'all love Kathy. I love her dearly. A lot of y'all are never going to get a chance to meet Kathy.
2: Not
4: even close. Not even close. And, uh,
2: one thing before we go to the next question is, the bad thing about recessions and and economic downturns is that a lot of businesses will fail. Mm -hmm. The good thing about it is that the businesses that do succeed, you automatically become an authority in the space because you survived the worst times. And, and it's unfortunate to say, but I mean, you have less competition. So now you automatically become an authority, even, even if by default you become an authority in the space and, um, people need your services even more. Mm -hmm. So from a business owner standpoint, a recession can even make or break you. But um, we've always done better during economic downturns. Even now there's 9,100 people on the live because, and and shout out to everybody on YouTube, hit the like button, but people are more receptive to information when times are bad. It's a weird thing with psychology, but when times are bad, you realize that education is the only thing that can save you. Mm -hmm. But we was doing this before even when times are good you kind of get spoiled we still have a loyal support but when times are bad now you realize that the information that they taught you in college is not going to help you Uh nine times out of ten and this is coming from somebody that has a college degree but i got i have a liberal arts degree from a state college if i had to rely on that to provide for me i'd be in trouble i
3: got you
4: and the truth is even with school school it The only requirement that school is supposed to do is to give you an education and a degree. It didn't say anything about making you rich or even giving you a competitive advantage. School in itself, P, Dom, stop me if I go too far. School itself is a product of banks in its current form. When you can't discharge the debt from your educational loans, who does that benefit? If there was a way that I can lobby to make every person on earth have to join Red Panda, you think I'm gonna turn that down? Man, take me to Pelosi right now. So you think her husband good? Boy, me and Pelosi get together. We really are pumped the market up. Everyone is gonna look for their own advantage. So now you have housing, which the American dream was sold to us, but it was a dream really for the corporations that owned the product going back to fiend culture. Now you have education, now you have death. So now I got you at the most important part of your life. Now, if we factor in child support and marriage, now I have you at the five cornerstones of your life and now I have you hooked in my product endlessly. This is how the elite think. So when you're picking companies, you have to decide no matter what happens, up, down, sideways, flat, geopolitical, none of that matters. If you pick a good company, Jordan, and that's why, like, we'll go Jordan and LeBron. Man, tight condition, 2-3, box in one, zone, Jordan getting a title. Some of you, I know.
1: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Kyrie told me
4: not to pick on him no more.
1: But Tony Kukoc ain't giving you a title.
4: Peloton is Tony Kukoc. Had a good season or two. Not Michael, though. It is what it is, Tony. I love you, dearly. You're a way who better hooping than not. So I, So I don't even <laughs> have the right to, to speak of you in such an ill fashion. Right? Hey, can, can, yeah.
3: they, can they beat Judd Bushler?
4: Hope, hope, hope is not an investment. Yeah. I want to go to his next question, but
2: let me just say this. Hope is not an investment strategy. No. And if you ever watched the the movie um, Heat, one of the key takeaways that Al Pacino, I think Al Pacino had told Robert De Niro or maybe vice versa is that you have to be prepared to leave anything in 60 seconds. And too many people are emotionally attached to investments. We're not in investments because we love the companies. We're not founders of, of any of these companies. You should have no emotional attachments to investments. So even when you saw at the end of the year, last year when a record amount of CEOs were selling their stocks, um, sometimes you have to just read the tea leaves Yeah. signals. Yeah, time to go. Yeah, I told you a lot. I, you're I, I sold you're not a armor,
4: lot of armor, CEO just left. Time to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I sold a he lot said, of you said again about not falling in love, Like even for <laughs> those crypto options, you, you never like you guys don't own enough. Like, you never hear me be like, Yo, don't y'all say nothing about the futures market? I don't own enough of it for me to go to war for it like that. And I'll tell oh. every financial content creator, Hey, don't attack an asset class, learn from me. But even with that, you don't own enough shares to even get upset over it. They don't yeah. care about you. As much as some of y'all may love Arc or Palantir, even for those of you that are shareholders, they never even contact you. Yeah. No.
2: Yeah, it's like uh, crypto too. A lot of people are emotionally attached to, to these cryptocurrency coins. Um, to the moon. It's not, it's not. <laughs> it's, these are investments are made. No, to some of money. y'all
4: went to Miami and went to the conference. They wouldn't even talk to y'all.
2: Yeah, they wouldn't. They really wouldn't. Uh, let me ask you this question. Um, <laughs> what, what, what are the biggest takeaways or rules you see um, from people who do the best in the market?
4: Um, if I can give three simple ones, they don't care what anyone else thinks. When I see the, even those in crypto, like, like even the people that are really good, they never have any, uh, even with Doge last year, like, like I shot it to my guy, um, I was like, man, Doge's terrible. He sent me a screenshot, he was up $2 million. But yeah, this shit is terrible. And just put a bunch <laughs> of smiling emojis. I shot clean up, I'm like, okay, great entry, right? Those who are good, they don't care what anyone, everyone told me, hey, two tech, two index is too simple, it won't work. I'm like, or you could have read it on YouTube. I'm like, if you go look at any publishings before 2019, no one even came up with that philosophy. It wasn't there, especially to be hyper concentrated inside of four, it was almost too risky for anybody with a bunch of capital. Number two, uh, hit on the early. They invest heavy. Like the people that I know that do the best in the market, they're taking 30 to 50 percent of the money out of their personal life and businesses and putting them into those assets. And number three, no way around it, man. They look at this this year 15, 16, 12 hours a day. I I am baffled, befuddled, taking aback, getting in my Stephen A back. Um, of how many people who want exceptional results or want to be a millionaire putting in $7 an hour work ethic behind what they are invested in. Like whatever company you like, go on their website and look at every page. I go look at every job, listen to Apple, everyone. I pray sometime while this show is going on, Tim Cook steps down so y'all can see me live on here. Like I'm selling all my apples over with. Can't be agnostic, but you have to know everything about that company. For those of you who have kids, if you have more than four kids, it's damn near impossible to spend equal amounts of time with your kids. If you have 15 stocks, how can you know all competitive threats? If you're just doing a SWOT analysis, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, just take opportunities and threats alone. Most companies have 15. Multiply that times 15 companies. How do you retain all that data? It's impossible to do so. But yeah, the, the biggest lesson that I see from everyone that does really well, I don't care what anybody thinks. Because most people are wrong when it comes to investing.
3: Put the blinders on. Yes. Yeah, real, real quick, we, we passed, that was fast. We passed the nine o'clock hour. I'm just gonna give the earnings report really quickly. Jeez. Um, and yeah, we spoke about some of the earnings reports last week and we saw what happened with Walmart. We saw what happened with Target um, and so, this week, uh, we got some more. Uh, Best Buy will be reporting tomorrow morning. Um, and so we talked about the signals, right? Looking at signals and what are the things you should be seeing. And so this happened like two weeks ago. Maybe people didn't really realize it or even read into it, but they announced that they're going to be start uh, selling beauty gadgets and uh, patio furniture. This at is Walmart? Best Buy. We're talking. No, Best Buy. Oh, Best Buy? Yeah. And so when I, to me, I hear that, wow. I hear, okay, Say. Okay, same reaction I had was like, wow, patio furniture? Okay. Duty gadgets, uh maybe, but patio furniture was like, okay. To me, that that says that we need more revenue, right? We got to figure out how we're gonna make more revenue. That was my first signal. Second single I looked at Target and I said, All right, Target, why did they miss so bad? Like they had they knew that they were sitting on a back quarter, didn't make any news about it, and then we saw what happened, They dropped 20, uh, 20%. One of the things, and this is a key Business uh, structure for Best Buy is that they had uh, they saw the demand in large electronics slow down tremendously, right? Yeah. We we already know that the supply chain issues are affecting everything in electronics, and so Best Buy tomorrow will be reporting. I'd be interested to see uh, how that's going to look. Uh, so that's that's one. Uh, we got Nvidia on Wednesday, Snowflake as well, Costco, and again one of these uh, you know retail stores with discounted prices awesome. on. on on large scale items, uh, Zscaler, one of my my top three uh, cybersecurity companies, and then we got Dollar General, Dollar General, and Dollar Tree. And so we talked about in times of recession and economic pullback, we'll see some of these stores get elevated sales. I know, I believe Dollar General, maybe it was Dollar General, was was trying to add produce into their uh, one of the products that they are going to be in, selling in in certain areas. And so they'll be reporting on Thursday, and then Alibaba. <sighs> Alibaba will be reporting on Thursday as well. And I pulled like three weeks ago, I think he and I, we went back and forth on, on our thoughts on Alibaba and long-term what we can see it for the future. They'll be reporting, uh, be interested and have my eyes open to watching that. Uh, so those are the earnings
4: reports for this week. Yes. I mean, the reason why Amazon and Target are down, like consumers of people had just have less money to spend. Mm-hmm. Anytime that, um, yeah, I'm looking at Target's chart now. Just to be real, there's no such thing as a free lunch or free giveaway. Like, And I always tell you guys, even when I do the cash up stuff and you see me, I'm doing it to build goodwill and trust because I'm just doing what I wished would have been done to me. But when the Fed prints all this money and then they do stimulus, they're telling you, man, things are going to be bad. We did our part. And a lot of it has to do with the political cycles as well because no one wants to be a senator or president in office when the economy is bad. So, uh, Amazon, hmm, I think Costco will be okay. Target will be okay, Walmart will be okay. The patio furniture move though by Best Buy. Best Buy should have been dead in 2020. They did a hell of a job. And that patio market is one with good margins very interesting and if they play the beauty market right and they start doing a bunch of tutorials on their site and get a bunch of influences yeah that can work yeah. very well too but
3: that's what i was saying like even for in the 2020 obviously everybody's home number one right during the pandemic electronics everybody was you know kids needed computers because it was at home schooling people staying home from work obviously they needed at home electronics and so slightly i mean obviously we saw an uptick i'd be interested now that obviously we open back up they're trying new revenue models. I'd be interested to see what tomorrow looks like. Not saying that I don't like Best Buy long term, yeah. but I'd be interested to see what it looks like tomorrow.
2: Let's let's do this. Um, since we have over 9,000 people on the check-in.
4: Um it's giveaway time almost. Well,
2: yeah. Let, let, let let's 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 play a game if we can of um New segment? Say, yeah, new segment. We're headed, we're headed. Let's say that it, let's just let's say that we're headed towards a bear market and we're headed towards a recession. Let's just say, you know, for the for the sake of this game. We're headed towards a bear market. We're headed towards a recession. Let's say it lasts six months, eight months or so. Um, and we'll come back out of it sometime, top of the year.
3: Ian's gone. <laughs> Ian said, I ain't doing this with y'all.
2: So um <laughs> let's 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 go through what which, which stocks which stocks would be considered a good um, buy in a, in a down market. And this is just generally speaking, like in a down market, these, let's say all the stocks is down past at least 20% of their, of their 52 week high, which stocks would be good in a down market and which stocks would be bad in a down market. Our preferences by highlighting some ETFs and some index funds, which would be a, a safer investment, but we'll talk about stocks. because That's what people want to talk about. So first, um, uh, index funds that and Ian talks about a lot is the VTI. So that's the total stock market index. So that's an extremely yeah. broad range index. Um, we have SPY, which is the S&P 500 index. We've talked about that before. We have QQQ, which is uh, Invesco's technology index, uh, ETF, which uh, all the major technology companies are in that and we have XLY, which is a consumer discretionary ETF. We have XOK, which is a technology ETF. We also have SMH, which is a chip ETF. Um, yeah, so we got that out the way. So those are the safe, you know, investments yeah. long term. All no right, to
4: touch triple Q until two fifty though. I just want to say that Mike, clip that up. Two fifty. <laughs> yeah.
2: Google. Is Google a good investment to buy in a down market for a long-term appreciation?
4: Absolutely. Yeah. Google virtually has no competition. I like to buy businesses that are monopolies. That's one of them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tell me, and I'll, I'll let you go. So if what we're doing, why, right? Tell me, everyone in chat, YouTube and Zoom, who is the biggest competitor to Google and who does a better job than they do? And they have a bunch of misfires. The phone, uh, you probably could eradicate. Gaming system. Gaming system. But like, if you look at search alone and YouTube alone.
3: Oh,
4: i gonna be real Google is a bigger advertising juggernaut than the entire advertising agency industry. Name me five agencies of record for any company. Can't do it. They figured out how to like, do you guys know how rare it is to master B2C? business to consumer and b2b and be equally dominant like apple is loved by consumers not really by enterprise they have some enterprise impact right same with striker striker has a great impact on the b2b space and hospitals but nobody in their home is going to restoration hardware being like let me get a striker bed they've combined two empires into one great business prices too high i would just say google just has they have room for expansion
3: especially in the, in the world we live in, in, in the audio space. So yeah. They haven't really, they, they're coming. They're not here they're coming though, right? if you think about even Market Mondays, the entity of Market Mondays, a lot of people watch it, but people listen to it too. So now imagine when they combine the two where you could actually do both from the same platform. You know what I mean? So like shout out to everybody who listens on every platform. But like, think about that. We're talking about, if you look at the projections for the podcast space, you are talking about-
4: They're watching it right now on YouTube. I know, I'm And with that, and oh, y'all think y'all mad at, 300 and (laughs) leor ho google is going to be the biggest in three years the biggest podcast and biggest music label on earth i'm gonna be real a lot of shit would shake at atlantic if they had to pay 15 million dollars a year per artist to put it on youtube Mm -hmm. cartel you see what young boy going through that boy turned was out gonna, 25 million. that was the first person I'm thinking of, right? NBA, you, NBA young boy. If, if you look at
3: what he's done yeah. on YouTube, what you and for
2: he turned down 25 million dollars,
3: I'm talking about the money that the he should have made. Oh, oh, yeah, he, was, yeah. he
2: never got, yeah,
3: well, yeah. From all the, right. views, I mean, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, year after year, he's the number one watch artist.
2: Yeah, shout out to NBA young Wild
4: boy. Why being blackball? <laughs> right. The boy would be doing bad Bonnie numbers if, if, Easy. if him and. Uh, didn't have beef. Crazy, yeah. I Rogan and people don't talk. Them JRE clips that YouTube page for years helped catapult Rogan. People wasn't listening to that podcast long form like how they were watching the clips. Everybody got hooked on the clips, and then he expanded. So yeah, Google's amazing. Yeah, I would say this too. I'll just add to this, and this is like something you
3: can do. On your own time and how to figure out how to find a company. Go to that balance sheet. How do you do that? Right? Go to Yahoo Finance. Type in any any company that you're thinking of. Type in Google, right? Go to statistics and just scroll down and they'll show you the balance sheets, the financial highlights, how much income. Do they are they in debt? These are things that you want to look at, right? Do they have revenue over each quarter? Is it positive? What are they, what are the projections going forward? Do they have dividends and splits? These are the type of things you want to look into.
2: So let's let's go to another company. Let's get a few more of these in. Another one. I got my sleeper thing. Is down seventy percent, um, and a lot of people have questions mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. Square. Better known Block, a highly talked about company, and people are on different sides of the fence about this is Square's com- Square down almost, like, I think they're down more than 70%. Yep. Is this a company that has the potential to rebound?
4: Yep, only because of Eli. I'm gonna be very clear. The only linchpin for them is either acquisition or deep partnership with, do I think they're a viable company? Yes, do I still think they be the new JP Morgan? I know everybody at JP Morgan hates when I say that. Um, But the linchpin, it's interesting, Elon is positioning himself for this era to actually be James Pierpont Morgan. So if you look at the history, now of course he had never bailed out America, but everything else he is doing in terms of business, politics, finance, he is the main player. When him and Jack announce his partnership after the coast is clear. And there's some rumblings on what the press, the clippings they put out is not the real project. When that project comes out, there's gonna be one provider and well, one or two providers in Square would be one of them that also has government backing that is safe. Same with Apple, like how the game is played. Once you go through certain angels, certain venture capitalists, I'll ask you guys this, you put it in chat. Who did Jack get funded by in Square? And what is their track record? If they put that amount of capital into a business, how well does it do? So the chain, So same thing, like I said before, like if I played at Duke and I scored 28, 10, and 10, I'm probably going to be a top five draft pick, right? If I score 28, 10, and 10 at Morehouse, I may go second round, same person. So who they get funding from, from Angel, VC, secondary rounds matters a lot. And then with that attachment to Elon, I don't know, Elon's repositioning what he's going to do on Twitter, but Jack is going to be able to get his revenge on Twitter through Elon. Elon is going to be able to get a lot of revenge through Jack via Square. That's why all the pumping of Dogecoin and crypto was big last year. Those were tests. So if he owns or co-owns or partners with the platform, now a lot of the heat will be off of him. That's the only reason I believe in Square is because of the partnership. But if Jack wasn't there, I'd be like, no, I took L on this one be dead in the water, but the partnership is is what's going to save it.
3: What's what's your thoughts on uh, the Twitter situation Uh, and Elon, right? He did this in turmoil, the deal's not done. He wants to know if the bots are suspicious. Uh, I can answer
4: it without any deep investigation. Yeah, it's more than 5% bots. Same with Facebook, same with Instagram, same with TikTok. Twitter probably has the highest concentration of bots. I'm going to go on record and say, I think it's more than 21%.
2: I don't think Twitter's uh, worth 40. Instagram billion. bots is
4: legendary. <laughs>
2: Instagram bots
4: is legendary. And the YouTube <laughs> ones are getting good too, but also when and you YouTube have is dangerous. YouTube is dangerous. Those, is dangerous. Those, that's it's solicitation. Very da-
2: that's very dangerous.
3: They'll write right a
4: comment. Do. I'm like, damn, this is like a really poignant thought. And then it gets to the bottom. of like, well, follow- <laughs> comment,
3: 0x, take your picture, pin. Like YouTube is extremely
2: dangerous. They put your, your icon, your name. <laughs> that's not us, y'all. Please. Now, and if we can go, four, go to some us.
4: untalked about recession indicators and shout out to Lil Duval, we all saw like the strippers being One indicator. The number of scam and fraud schemes that increase also tells you how bad the economy is because people are hurting. People are more susceptible during a down market to get scammed because they need money. When the economy was good, 2010, 2015, people wouldn't fall for the schemes as much. But since people are hurting, they'll go for them. And that's why those farms and those bots, a lot of them based in Russia, have been proliferating these apps to be able to extract money. And also, that's what like the crypto hacks and all that stuff, like that's happening. So p- please keep your eye out on that because as the economy gets worse, there's going to be way, way, way more attacks and way more scams out there. Let's do
2: one more before we go to questions, but I'm going to let YouTube pick this. I see AMD and I see Amazon. So, YouTube, which one do you want us to talk about, AMD or Amazon?
4: And I'm gonna tell you the ones you guys are sleeping on for, especially during a recession, Eli Lilly, mm-hmm.
2: Eli, Lily. Duncan,
4: not the sexiest, but <laughs> consistent. Go look at Eli Lilly, and I couldn't talk about it before because you know me being from Indiana has so many friends. I couldn't talk about in 2020. It was too much information that I had. I don't want to get us in trouble. Um, but since this is not like a uh, viral or health based recession now which 2020 was really like a macro dead cat bounce. It was a test. Um, I'll tell you, Eli Lilly is like one of the most amazing companies that's ever been run. That's never talked about, never talked about. If you go look at Lilly's chart, that chart looks like what you want your bank account to look like. Like if I look right now, um, out of all the companies, it's one of the few that has not had a pullback and has accelerated. So Lilly, is that 302? 2018, it was at 80 bucks and 2020, it was at hundred. Three X from 2020 for a pharma company. Boring ass pharma company, shout out to everybody in Indianapolis. But if you ever worked at Lilly and in IU Indiana University where I went as a big farm system for Lilly, man, remarkable management, remarkable products, great relationship with FDA, great relationship with government, monopoly monopoly and if you go out further 10 years 20 years you can see they've been on a steady uptick steady doing better um every year there you have
2: it it looks like amd is the winner close it was close yeah um so amd how you feel about it are you investing in amd right i'm I'm investing in both that's a disclosure you gotta you gotta announce that before you can speak on it uh
3: (laughs) yeah i mean AMD, I love. Uh, again, I go. I just go down. Just go down the client list, and we talk about semiconductors. obviously we speak on all the time. But the, the companies that you're naming are all part of their their client customers uh, base. Uh, uh, Google, Google's cloud, Amazon, uh, Microsoft. Uh, so you got to think. Even Samsung is now thinking about using them um, as a client. And so long term, like again, if we're in this long term, I said AMD is one of my the companies I'm getting a thousand shares in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm yeah. at. I'm at about 700 now, Um, but yeah, I love it long-term. It's it's one of those companies that isn't gonna go anywhere. That and Nvidia are gonna be the two leaders in that space.
4: Yeah, Um, AMD is one of my favorites. uh, For those of you who like legacy Red Panda members, you're in somewhere between like 10 and 21 bucks. Um, Also though, on a crypto side, if there's ever a big hack and not saying that, be clear, might clip this up. I don't think that this happened, will happen or it's probable that Bitcoin can be hacked. But if there is a major hack of a crypto platform or a cryptocurrency, AMD chips are gonna be the one that powers it. And if we see one big breach, there's gonna be a sweeping attack across the world. Um, And their processors are probably the only ones at scale that will allow people to do it. And that's people who're trying to crack it out.
3: And even in, in the metaverse space, like, right? And, and they're the ones that are partnered with, with Facebook, well, formerly known as Facebook or Meta, mm-hmm. to be the processor that is going to be powering the metaverse. And so if we're thinking five to 10 years out, if that's where we're headed, you want to be with the company that's going to be with the company that's providing the power of Another,
2: and before we go to questions, another the another th- reason why I like uh, ETFs and index funds is because A lot of times with companies, it's not necessarily if it's a good company, if the stock is going to keep rising. It's not even a situation if the company is dominant in the industry, if the stock is going to keep rising. It's if scalability looks likely. True. And the bigger you get, the harder it is to scale. Like Facebook, they might still be the most dominant social media platform. They might be in the top 10. It's not easy to have a top 10 company in the world.
3: Scalability. Scalability. Might be an like issue. But they, got, but they got two companies inside of it that are leaders, right? What's and Instagram inside of it. Yeah, but, but, scalability. but, the, other side of, yeah,
4: but the other side of that coin well, is if every hedge, fund, well not every, majority of hedge funds don't like Zuckerberg and I'm not gonna go too deep, but they don't like him. And now the government is blocking every acquisition. You can't grow anymore. And then you stole the idea from the Winklevoss twins and now the Winklevoss twins went to crypto and destroyed. And that's why he couldn't get his cryptocurrency for Facebook off. That's why I'll tell you guys like competition. And I put in a video and we'll play it next week, but competition is a mission for fools. Like you should partner with people to take over an industry or if you choose to compete, you're literally saying, I'm not good enough to be number one. So once he took on the Winklevoss twins and they built that platform and he stole it, they're the one who pushed crypto to the funds. And he had every fund on earth start to attack him. So them same hedge fund managers, when he was putting his proverbial tech dick on the table, when he was about to go public. Facebook is the only big company of its size that had issues at the open of their stock. You think that was by accident? Stock market has been running since 1600. You think that a glitch on their day by accident? That was intentional. Now, Winklevoss twins build great relationship. Now I'll send me and my 80 friends at you to destroy your company and short your company. And we know since you stole that technology, you haven't built anything else. Man, let's run it into the ground. Now my government friends, and family of Winklevoss twins are also gonna block every deal that you wanna do, every acquisition, and you're gonna die a slow death. Scalability, not likely.
2: Scalability does not look like.
4: I know.
3: It. I know. Early AMD was one of yours, and you weren't in the investment anymore. Like one of those companies that you like, sold it. I know that, but I'm saying now that it's got to a price point, is it you still interested or
2: have to revisit the situation? <laughs> well, <We're> Facebook, <laughs> no, not uh, AMD. AMD, Yeah, we oh, both AMD went in the position so early, that.
3: early on. We're just yeah.
2: uh, waiting to deploy a little bit of capital. Mm-hmm. I think you know the market as a whole is it still has room to pull back. Probably make some moves in the summertime. Mm-hmm. I sold, I had a nice, I had a nice uh, position in the AMD option. Early. Sold it twice. You can never lose by taking profit.
4: You, you learn that in the basics. Valuable how Rasha, Rashad, Rasha, how many, many trades do you take this year?
2: Not a lot. Not a lot. Um, I'm not sure the exact number, but probably under 12, 15, something like that. Yeah. Fewer trades,
4: more wins. And I know it feels like because if you're listening, you're like, yo, they just hating because they don't want us to get the bag. If you get a relationship with a broker, they'll tell you there is a throttle point for futures, derivatives, options, Forex, penny stocks. If you trade over a certain, so like if you trade rainwater in Dakota, or like I was going to show in a video, like you can trade the consumer price index for all urban areas in the United States of America. It's only a certain amount of times you can trade that before you start to lose though. Write this down, for every product that you trade, talk to somebody inside of an institution to know how many trades you need to take before you get to a place where you're gonna to start to bleed in your account. Yeah, Brokers gonna make money regardless. Shout out to Vlad at Robinhood. Boy, he got a big, pay. he got what, 834 million? How much? 500 million? Some crazy number for last year because of the order flow and the number of trades that we're taking. The brokers are going to get paid regardless, but it it is your job to just listen and execute. And I'm going to be real. If I call out these prices, please put yes in chat if I made you money. Why is investing so hard? And I'm not hitting you all over the head and saying, "Hey, give me 50%. I should. I can make $40 million a year on the back end just taking profit off of y'all. I don't. When I walk into Goldman and Citadel though, and I bring y'all with me, run it up, execute. You don't have to be the smartest person. And I'm going to be real. Often the smartest person who knows the most makes the least amount of money. Some of you know everything. That's why you were like, hey, maybe we can do quizzes and portfolio review and all that. Man, that's not the activity of a person who actually makes money. Not at all. Once again, indicators, I'm gonna go to it again. Hey, when you talk to Ross and Diddy, they ever brought up to you, hey man, uh, I made $42 million this year looking at indicators. Not one time. No. That's sold to and, retail investors.
2: Another thing is, you it's hard to focus on multiple things at one time. I was talking to somebody today, a few days ago, a friend of mine in the VC space and talking about like, you know, VCs and what they look for and things of that nature. And it was like, you know, whenever an entrepreneur a lot of times, like they got a lot of different stuff going on. But he was like, when you put together a pitch deck for VCs, focus on like two areas that you really, really focus on. Because he was like, you might think that by having ten things that you have in your pitch deck that you know you're diversified, but that's just showing them that you can't focus on one thing. That's So unstable. Yeah, it's just like dating. It's extremely hard to have like ten different. If you're trying to highlight at ten different,
4: well, I women, did it. It wasn't fun. I'm gonna be real with you. Disaster. And, and, yeah, you
2: can't. It's it's, it's almost it's difficult. Even for the best sniper,
4: stay focused.
2: You got no, focus no, no, no. For real, look how One agitated
4: I am, and look how happy Troy and Rashad is. One or two, Can't no more it. than three.
2: Stay focused. One or two, or no more than
4: three. Even, even the third would be a liability.
2: No, yeah, I'm just saying. As far as you know, you always hear one's too close to none. So it's like, yeah. if you if if you are gonna play that game, just. 10, too much. You're doing too much. You're doing too I much. I mean, but
4: even with that, get, get one if, the, if they mess up, do what a index fund would do and rotate that one out. It's fully backup.
3: It's backup plan. Kind of like arc Tesla used to be the number one position. Roku was yeah. past it.
4: Yeah. So is zoom. Yeah. Now it's and, uh, even time. with that Roku garbage, I know that's the number one position Roku terrible. No. Yeah. For yeah. a long-term investment. Good trade. Mm-mm. Also, yeah. I have to remind you too, Kathy and most hedge funds are trading quarter to quarter. You're not going to find out at the right time when to get in their position. That is not their job. They don't even call their clients and tell their clients that it's too hard to talk. But yeah, fellas, focus on one, maximum two. Stay popping, stay on top of your job. Uh, Today, I know you're going to cuss me out, but it's just entertainment, right? Uh, Corey Corey and Joe and Chad, everybody told me. Be more charismatic. It's entertainment,
2: ladies and gentlemen, ladies. What you mean? No, this is the EYL Cares It's only entertainment. This is this is for entertainment purposes only, only, only.
3: only. only. Rashad and Ian. What you mean
4: clothes. by you got on your little pink? You feel like yourself? <laughs> Cause your slides ain't work. Ooh, boy, this the, is the
3: thoughts idea. shared by Ian and Rashad <laughs> are solely theirs. Entertainment,
4: <laughs> entertainment. Y'all see me rotate mine, no, oh boy. You think Kathy rotated about, Hey, this ain't working. Next, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead uh oh,
3: ah, on to my next girl because i'm done with my well next girl. with that being said
2: let's go to questions if we can yeah. maybe get yes, one of two questions before
3: we, before we write hey jen <laughs> yes perfect segue <laughs> yes Hello. how are you how are you doing
4: janet
7: i'm good how are you guys great how are you can't complain um i'm doing well the earners and i are reading um trading in the zone and I think the market right now this perfect book for what's going on talks a lot about your mental attitude and how analysis is, alone is not important is not good enough you really have to have a mental like a strong mental attitude and discipline and um great traders have a good attitude so I think yeah. this has been really helpful for the earners going through it now and um I'll say too I just got my first um Travel nurse under contract, the deposits in the leases signed. So I'm excited for that experience. And they're gonna be here for um the whole summer. So that's pretty cool. And that's your Airbnb that's awesome. property. That's your Airbnb. Yeah, so now property? I have to, yeah, so now I have two Airbnbs. Um, but one of them I have a, a travel nurse in there the whole summer, and the other one I'm still Airbnb. But if I can get another travel nurse in there, I'll go with it. It's a little less than I would make on Airbnb um, every month. However, I just don't have to worry about it for a few months in theory. I'm going to see what it's going to be like, but are
2: you, are you scared? Are you a little nervous about Airbnb's getting cracked down? I think Boston actually had a crackdown, which is not too far from you, but there's a lot of talk. Are you you nervous about the state of Airbnb right now? Being an Airbnb?
7: Um, not, not really because I know I can do, I can have a travel nurse in here and, the person i just got in he actually didn't want to pay as much as my rate is but there's i guess a lack of um enough uh travel and there's like spots for them mm. so i he's paying 500 dollars more a month than he wanted to but it is it is what it is got but also
5: somewhere.
7: yeah exactly so i'm not really that concerned about it i mean i can always rent out the units anyway so i'll ride this till you know i know That's for fine. rhode island we have to um we have to declare, I guess, or that's not the right word. But basically, you have to let the state know by June 1st that you have an Airbnb. You have to like register it. And I already went online like a week ago or two weeks ago. It was was not very um, intuitive, so I have to maybe call or figure it out because I need to register it by June 1st. That's the new law here in Rhode Island. But.
3: Yeah. Quick note, really quickly. Uh, speaking of Airbnb, they're removing all their listings from China Airbnb. starting this summer. Yeah, they will I saw be that too. Yeah, they will be out of China. Why are they leaving China? Won't play it. Uh, I will send the article. Okay. I saw the headline. <laughs> yeah, they'll be leaving. We better hope McDonald's.
4: that the, the Chinese uh, real estate bubble does not crack. You guys should go look at the number of ghost cities in China. 60 um, Minutes
2: did an expose about that a, a while ago. Um, and that was crazy. They, got, they, built, they built whole cities where nobody lives in them. Mm. It's crazy.
3: Yep. Yeah. Crazy. And the McDonald's left Russia. Well, There's well, a big I'm difference done, between I'm Russia saying, and China. I'm saying companies leaving, American companies leaving some of these countries. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, all right. Can we get some questions? There?
7: All right, let's do that. Chandra, we're coming to you. i yourself, please.
4: Hello,
8: gentlemen, how are you?
4: Great, how are you? How are you doing?
8: Doing well, thank you for taking my question. So um, here's the deal. So I recently moved um, and I had to dip into my emergency fund. And so I have about four months of savings left, but it took me so long to grow it. I live in New York. So like, you know, the brokerage, the three months rent security took a nice chunk out.
5: Mm -hmm. It
8: took me so long to get there. Like, I want to know, should I be like reading up that money or should I try to invest to, to make it grow faster because I want to be smart. I don't have shiny ball syndrome. I keep my head down. I know what I want to do. I, you know, I miss out on some things like InvestFest because I'm like, nope, I got to stay focused. I got to stack my coins. But um, now I have to be up. So what advice would you give me? Because I don't want to miss this opportunity for growth. But I also have to have an emergency fund too.
2: Well, hey, we could definitely give you a ticket to InvestFest if you're interested in. in and that's so, my
8: um, birthday
4: week too. I'm August second, Ian. <laughs> hey, let's go! Shout Out to all the leaders. That's amazing.
2: So yeah, so if, if you're interested in coming to InvestFest, um, Janet, let's let's hook that up. If, if you if you, you might have plans already, but if you are interested, we can make that happen for sure. I would appreciate um,
8: that. Thank you.
2: But good question. So she's saying it took a long time for her just to build her, her safety net. We always talk about having a safety net mm-hmm. and not investing your last dollar. But it is one of these things where it's like, what do you do if you actually want to invest money yeah. and you have a, a, a nice size chunk of change, but that chunk of change is more on the security side and you don't have anything outside of that. Mm-hmm. So What's your what's what's some suggestions or oh, what, what do you guys just think about that? I have my two cents in as well, but
3: yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I've heard, heard you answer this question a lot. It's like, yo, I got money in my 401k, should I take it out to invest in the stock market? I, I just why don't you just go for it? No, no, just no, no, really quickly, I that. would she never saying, do that.
8: I'm just talking uh, about my emergency her fund, sa- her
3: savings, her account. actual
2: savings. She has money in a savings account, okay. like her, her emergency fund. Six months, I believe she said. Six months. No, and only
8: claim. have four months left after four taking months. the yeah. cut out for moving with the she broker's fees months, and everything.
4: I live in Queens,
8: months. New York. It's expensive. Are but... you working? Yes.
4: <laughs> okay. What stocks are you investing in?
8: Um, I have Apple, Microsoft. I have NVIDIA. I have the um, Fidelity um, ETF, you know, total stock ETF. And then I have some trash that I didn't know what I was doing. And
4: it's just there. <laughs> we, we've all had some trash that we got to get rid of. Um, are you a red panda by chance?
8: I am not, sir.
4: Um, let's Janet, can grab her email and I'll put her in. And also to sure. give me, give me your cash up.
8: Wow.
2: <laughs> triple, triple, header. I'll say this, and this is something that, you know, sometimes it's just no, it's no easy answer to it. Um, I would say the only way to actually have more money at the end of the month, which leads to having more disposable income, which leads to having more capital to invest, which leads to you know solving these type of issues. There's only three things that you can actually do. You can cut back on expenses, but that could become a little difficult, especially living in New York. You can yep. find a way that you, you can make more money or you can do a combination of both, which is actually the, the best scenario. So that's why we talk about like different whether it's, I mean, you could always have, you know, different jobs, things of nature, but entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. When talk about, you know, if not in New York, but like Toro, Airbnb, starting a business, entrepreneurship, obviously it's nothing is ever guaranteed, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel comfortable telling you if you only have four months, I wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable telling you to take money out of that to invest. And even if you did, it probably wouldn't make a tremendous difference. Yeah. I would say that it is a marathon as Nip says, so it's not something that you feel like you have to miss out. There's going to be bear markets. There's going to be dips. There's going to be opportunities. It's not like this is going to be the only only bear market, the only dip in the market. Um, okay. And consistently, dollar cost averaging, you'll probably even make out better anyway. So I would say at the very least to try to find a way where maybe you can start dollar cost averaging if you're not, maybe you know a couple hundred, whatever you can afford. And then um, really, really focus Focus on growing revenue. Mm, Yeah. That's, that's something that people, a lot of times people focus on investing without, without having money to actually invest where it's going to be a lot easier. If you focus One going back to the focus out, like we made a joke about that, but it is important to focus on one thing at a time, focus on, on growing revenue and whether that's another job, whether that's another you know, career services that you can add and, mm-hmm. and getting certifications, things of that nature. Whether that's starting a business, whether that's a side hustle, focus on growing revenue. Focus on keeping your expenses low, and keeping your debt low. And Absolutely. then once Absolutely. you once you focus, once you kind of have that figured out as far as the revenue, once you've grown your revenue, mm-hmm. then you can invest. And I think that that's kind of been our blueprint with Earn Your Leisure, where it's like on Monday we only talking about investing. But then on Tuesday, when the episodes come out, that's broad range of variety of show, a variety type of show talking about you know different businesses and entrepreneurship because it's done intentionally where it's like they gotta go hand in hand. They have to go hand in hand.
5: Please.
8: So I yes. was in Ash Cash's mastermind group and you guys came and talked about podcasting and things like that. So, you know, I, I got burnt out trying to like, I had a Shopify store, I had a wine podcast, I had side hustles. Like I was doing all the things. I kept my head down. I wasn't trying to buy Versace. I, I stay in my lane, like, <laughs> but I just need assistance. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, can, can,
4: can, can I be honest yeah. with you though? Yeah, yeah. Can I be honest with everyone here? That's, yeah. that's the cause. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, okay. Like, so a lot of times when it seems like I may be moody, agitated, I'm not, I'm tired. Okay. So that's why I posted my schedule today. I slept three hours, woke up at four, worked on a show for the presentation to not play. Got to adjust, took Xander to school, takes me two hours round trip to get home to Xander. Look at the market, come back, study, prepare. I'm sending them show notes 30 minutes before we go on. So your wine podcast. I'm going to tell you something I've never told anybody else publicly. Most podcasts needs to be shorter. Everybody copy loan form because of Rogan or because they need advertising. If you can Mine sell Mine is under 15 product. minutes. So do that, record in bulk and have your Shopify business and invest. Because if not, and everyone here needs a business, because if not, you are susceptible to what another business chooses to do in your life. But that is the cost of freedom. Every time I see, you've heard, guys heard me say it on the show. I don't know how you do it, you're tired. Flying to a city, come home, and now I'm starting to do it. And that's why I tell Dream <laughs> Team, I'm like, well, I gotta go raise the capital, build the relationships, be great at content, while being nice on camera, being kind to haters, still be a great dad, good person, try and be cute for Bay. get in shape, work on invest fest and trade. Got it. My dad tell me all the time, this is a penalty. Or you can have it easy and not have the money that you want. And I've been there, but the stress that comes with not having the money that you want is not worth it. Thank yeah. you
8: gentlemen.
4: It's, it's not easy. It's not,
3: I'll say that it's not easy. So when we talk about, oh wait, like we, I really felt that way. Like, I felt like I missed something, I missed something. But that was like the, the edge that I needed to say like, I don't want to miss this opportunity again. I don't want to miss this opportunity again. And so 2015, 2016, as you earn more income, and like I said, we were, I was teaching Shai financial advisor. It was like, we, you know, we got to put a little, we can invest what we can until you realize, all right, if I can do more than I should. And so like, even I had this conversation last night with um, Mike, shout out to Mike. Like we were working and grinding and we weren't making any money from doing this. We were just staying focused on adding value, right? And the money that came from it was like, we sat down with each other like, all right, we're gonna invest. We gotta invest. This is the time. Here's the moment that we've been saying. Shout yeah. out to Jamal. He was part of that conversation too. This is our moment. Let's, make, let's take advantage of our moment. And so the moments will come. It won't be like, hey, this is, if I miss this time, I'll never get it again in life. Mm-hmm. It'll happen on your time when you're ready. It's worth it though. Make sure you get it. Yeah, and and it'll, it'll be worth it. It will be so worth it.
2: It'll actually yep. happen. Not It won't happen on your time. It will happen on God's time.
4: Absolutely.
3: You, can't,
2: you, have well, you have to trust the process. <laughs> you have to trust the process. And you have to understand that God's time is different from our time. Right. So that's extremely important. If, so, if I, if I can
4: okay. give a testimony to that, I'll start working to, trying to give you, uh, and I sent the cash out to you too. But you, to Seth. give you perspective, I'll start working on investing in 2008. We didn't start doing the show to 2020. I tried to get eight other people to do the show. They told me it was a stupid idea to target black people around investing. They were black.
8: Mm.
4: No one wants to hear you talking that vernacular.
8: I used to work in Morgan Stanley. I know those So types. you
4: know, like, <laughs> so think about all that time. That's why i say if you're able to invest and trade, you don't need the capital. So master that craft while doing other things. Then the show went well, Rashad put out the post. Hey, podcast, first one up. Some of, I'm astonished at the number of you who come on here and don't say, hey, I got this. Trevor Rashad Ian, partner with me on it. You guys heard me ask Janet, Airbnb. Hey, you need to, how, okay, for entrepreneurs, how are you not asking 2,000 people a month minimum to do business with you? The revenue problem comes from an outreach problem. Most people are not outreaching. Enough. And then you see them Ross and Diddy and then people like, man, they Hollywood as hell <laughs> at that big ass estate with Ross. How could they? They asked. You don't see the work behind the scene. Like you have to, you guys are seeing me now. I'm doing my little dog and pony show, LA, Dallas, right? Philly, Vegas. I gotta shake hands, kiss babies. You have to <laughs> ask, <laughs> you have to ask. Going out. I want to party. I came to the party. who was that? And a Nike tracksuit, everybody up, Valenciaga, Versace, I got on a Nike tracksuit. Gotta come out. Time in. Kyrie called me. Hey, come to the crib. I ain't care what I had on. I asked, hey, what can I do to help you? Time. That's it number of-
7: you, Chandra, for having four months yeah. saved up because the average american doesn't even have a thousand dollars
8: at one point i had like 20k and then it dipped, and i had to move and i was like Ugh. but
4: thank god you had the 20 because imagine what life would be like if you didn't exactly
8: mm-hmm. exactly great. thank you very much for your time i appreciate
7: it thank you a no, just drop your cash app in the chat please yeah, i did it, honey oh you did it. i'll mm-hmm. scroll up thank you <laughs> thank you
4: Shout out to them. And one. please drop the correct one so we don't <laughs> send this to somebody in Idaho.
2: Janet, one more question before we before we uh um, Okay. Exit stage left.
4: We can't seen them since. <laughs> she came up that night. <laughs> Both of them.
5: Yep.
7: Jahad, yep. unmute yourself, please.
3: Uh-oh. Jahad Little. What's going on? Well. Bridge break. Oh,
7: I'm sure he was ready. Oh. Yeah, there, you,
2: there
4: you have damn, it. There damn. you have it. Well, oh, well. More. <laughs> so there you have music set. What well, we got, Drake? Okay, <laughs> James,
2: or what else?
7: Do you want to pick someone random or are we done?
2: Stop the end.
4: Well, we can do one more. Uh, if you're a red panda, please put your um, cash up in Telegram. I want to pick two people at random and give to you, please. Thank you guys for being... Once again, invest in the top five companies. Invest in companies that have a monopoly. Stop looking to gamble. And if we tell you the picks to invest in and you keep all the money, you are the genius. Don't make this so complicated. And I know there's a lot of noise. Look at all long-term horizons, right? 20 year, if you hold for a 20 year period, there's no stock over 20 year period. If it's top five that you will not make money on. And I know, and I did it too. And when I started trading, I'm like, forget the long-term investing. I'm gonna just trade and I'm gonna 10X that money. Then I'm gonna go back and invest. Guess what? the lumps and bruises that you are going to take along the way, not worth it. Invest first, then trade. But for those of you who have been able to make 60,000 using that target from Invest Fest, man, I appreciate you. Andrea, and, and please
7: email me. I can't see it in the chat and earners decided to drop their own cash app. So now I'm confused. Um, did you want to take another question yet? I'm sorry. Yeah, let's take one more. Okay.
2: Yeah, I'm confused.
3: <laughs> yeah, have to see a bunch of, I've seen a bunch of cash apps. Like what happened?
7: Mark, unmute yourself, please.
4: Oh man.
3: You doing on the two? Yeah.
4: Hello. What's poppin' king? How you doing? What's up, family? How y'all doing? Good. How you feeling? Good. Mark I'm, will made it. Finally made it, man. Um uh, <laughs> so I wanted to ask Ian about this split coming up uh, with Amazon. So um I wanted to grab five of them just so um you know I could try to write the contracts because you know you own a hundred shares you can write the contracts. Yeah. But during the split, I'm saying, do you know if the premium will still be the same after the split? I'm not an option expert. Long-term right. investment in the futures is my specialty. If you want to lean on Trump shot, I can give you a price to get in, but as far as that, that's not my area of expertise. Yeah, I definitely take that price too. Um, Amazon at current price stock club members. I, I won't breach anything. Um, If it gets back to $2,094 and 88 cent, that would be the place that I fire for long-term. And I would take some profit at 3000 and let the rest run. It'll go back to 4,000, probably in two years. I'll adjust it after the split happens but as of right, right. now that's the contract while we get in it's okay.
2: very close very close to that right yeah. now i mean yeah. much. We're not far, we're not far. june like 3rd june 3rd so 20 dollars away more, my, it's down wait, wait it's down it's actually down 47 dollars in after hours so right now it's at 2104 uh-huh. so that 2094 target is literally a couple of dollars it's like at it right now in after hours
4: sometimes a couple of dollars make the difference between profitability and blowing up account though yeah, Mark, from
3: from a from my experience, and uh, I saw this when I had Apple and they split, uh, everything kind of gets split. So the amount of, like if I had uh, one contract and it was a, a split that was one to four, and then now I have four contracts and everything gets split down the line. The the price of, of the new contracts, obviously the price of the asset itself on the premium. So be mindful of that.
2: Be mindful, but yeah, a
3: company like- June Am- 3rd.
2: A company like Amazon's down a lot. It was at $3,700 at almost 2,000. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, another glorious Market Mondays in the books. Shout out to everybody that came. Um, yeah, we yeah. had to we had to run an audible today. Worked out,
4: Tim Tebow. That, hey, yeah, yeah, This is
2: what happens on a live show, right? Yeah, you gotta always know. Get prepared. Anything can happen. You never know. You never um, know. So shout out to everybody that tuned in today. Hopefully, you got a lot of information. Um, great, great uh, presentation. And um,
3: yeah, yeah. before we go, man, I gotta give a quick shout out again to the Red Panda family, shout out to our earners. As you know, we teamed up with Ally to help empower the next generation of creators, entrepreneurs, and leaders with financial education, right? So Ally is helping us give away 20 full scholarships to earn your leisure university, where you can learn real world skills to help you pursue your financial goals. So if you're a creator, entrepreneur, or someone who's trying to gain financial success, you have until June 3rd, right? Mm -hmm. We just mentioned that date, Amazon to submit uh, your email. So go to www.eyluniversity.com slash giveaway to submit your email. Shai and I are going to pick and announce five winners each week um, after at the end of each Market Mondays we have, because everything that we do, we're all better off with an ally. Rock with them. So shout out to our friends at Ally for making this happen. And we're going to announce our new our new earners, our five earners that were picked um, from last week. Uh, so Tyron Perry, uh, Cameron Rogers. Keith Bradley, Whitney Smith, and William Long. Congratulations. You are now an official earner. Can we put some earner graduation caps in the chat for them?
7: Congratulations.
3: Yeah, yeah. We will see you on the other side. You should be expecting an email. If not tonight, first thing tomorrow morning. That's Tyron Perry, Cameron Rogers, Keith Bradley, Whitney Smith, and William Long. Congratulations. We'll see you on the other side. Welcome to the U. Welcome.
2: Congratulations. Welcome. When is the Amazon split?
3: June 3rd. So we got next week. Right. Yeah,
4: you know, on week. a Friday too. Yeah, next week. Not this Friday, but I'm coming from what, what you think. I'll see you over there pondering.
2: Yeah, I'll look into this. I'm looking to this Amazon situation a little bit. I'm looking you know. to this Amazon uh, situation.
4: I'm there. <laughs> Time Brady with the assist, man. Uh, listen, I'm begging you guys just listen. If I once again, if I made you money, please just put yes in chat. You guys don't like. I'm just giving what I wished I had an 08. It doesn't have to be that complicated and also limit the number of new sources, even if we're not a primary one, man, listen, because listening to 14 people is going to cause you to lose a lot more. But for those of you who have been listening, man, you've been killing. You've been killing. So you deserve to
7: have um, new student orientation tomorrow. So hope to see you guys there at six.
2: Um, one thing I forgot to mention at the beginning, I mentioned it mid show. Uh, open enrollment. We do this at the end of the month, every month. Wednesday, this open enrollment, YouTube at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We be talking about uh, principles of shorting, how to make money in the bear market. A lot of people, that's like one of the number one questions people ask. So going over that, going over charts, shout out to Chris, um, who, who teaches the investment classes. He's going to be joining us. So that's going to be a good class edge, very educational on YouTube. Jamel Hill is one of the best journalists in the game. Shout out to Assets Over Liabilities out now. Um, Check that out. Our conversation with Jamel Hill. Mm -hmm. And tomorrow, our guy Humble, uh, one of the top wealth managers in the game, athletes, entertainers, uh, manages hundreds of millions of dollars. Episode, yeah, Yeah. EYL episode coming out tomorrow. So jam-packed week. Yeah,
3: shout out out to to the biggest network, man. Shout out to all the shows on the network. Obviously, like, subscribe, comment on any streaming platform that you get the, the audio from, um, Apple, whatever you use, Spotify, uh, iHeart, yeah. whatever you do, go listen. Market Mondays will be out tonight, obviously EYL's tomorrow, Ransom Jans on Wednesday, Inside of Vault on Thursday, and the the, the biggest debut on, on the network, high-level conversation no, with geez. our brother, 19 Keys, Shut who's up. been off to an incredible. Shut- I mean, Nine, we got stopped in the airport this morning. Like, yo, where's keys at? 19
2: Keys. <laughs> Shout <out to> him. <laughs> I got I'm glad you said that. Congratulations to 19 Keys. His episode with Billy Carson is at 1.4 million views on YouTube <sighs> in two and a half weeks. That's the number one video on our on our platform ever. That's incredible. Um, it's the number one incredible. most watched video on Earn Your Leisure YouTube channel on the platform. Uh, extremely impressive considering. The the this
4: considering the content that's on there. People want different information though. People yeah, are true. tired of mainstream watered down. And I know people get on me about the, the takes and the curse, like people want honesty. We, we getting a bunch of fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I listened to it real.
7: twice. I was like, wait a minute, make sure I caught everything. Yeah.
3: People yeah. want so, realness. Yeah. Shout out to and Kings. he got a new one dropping this week, so that's on Saturday. Shout yeah. out to him. Shout, and to shout out to all. I think it's now Gemini's, right? So shout out to all the Gemini's out there. I know my brother-in-law Dave. His birthday was yesterday. My brother Hal. His birthday is on Thursday. Shout out to him. And Spence. Shout out to Spence. His birthday is Friday. So shout out to all my the- Gemini shout out family. Out to love. All
2: the Gemini's out there with mood swings. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I will say this on end. You guys only want to have two. Big short is maximum per year. And if uh, the ES gets to 3,500, you need to stop there for sure, ease up around 3,600. So, hypothetically, if you short the market from top to bottom, what's the maximum gain you can get without margin? Everybody focuses on Michael Burry's big short. They don't talk about when he is going long in the market for five and six years at a time. It is a mistake to short most assets, including crypto. I will say that for the record too, for those of you looking to short crypto, boy, the quickest, you might as well set your money on fire, record it, put it on YouTube and get some views. If you want to burn through your account fast, short Bitcoin, Ethereum, Solana, unless you know what you're doing. Two shorts per year, you're trading against the predominant direction and all the predominant players in the market, but what do I know? So I'm just calling Trade Hovo, the master investor. So I hope y'all enjoyed it. Put yes and chat if I made y'all money. Y'all see my baby cute too in person, right? Too. You see he glowing. That's a reflection of the this work his daddy put in. Not a lot of talk in this recession. I ain't got no review videos this time around, huh? <laughs> free smoke, free smoke. I'm just joking. This is free smoke. Dave, yeah. call me. I'm ready to go. Citadel, Black Rock, State Street. All y'all call me. Two stocks to court, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, there you have it. Hey, how how was that um thing y'all went to with the? I'm telling you, boy. I I see. Y'all gonna do a butter rim too? Above the rim. Low key. (laughs)
5: Low
4: key. (laughs) Hey, I know who can play birdie. (laughs) (laughs) Bombers, bombers, bombers! Championship. Hey, let's get this moving.
3: One day at a time. <laughs> <laughs> One day at a time. Fact
4: yeah. though. Fact yeah,
3: though. Yeah, fact yeah, though. Man. We gonna make this thing light up. Anyway, you know, hey, we go. We gonna light up. That's we, gonna a
4: fact. we gonna light up. Get a little Jordan pool or something. Hey, man. Yeah. Weezy, call Kenya. Please. Right now, I'm dead serious. Oh, hey, I gotta call, get for her a call. call. Actually,
2: Kenya. I'm glad you said that. She called me the other day. I missed her phone call. I gotta, I gotta call her. I gotta call
4: Weezy. Yeah, she please. Awesome. Weezy. Please call, call her. Shout yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk tomorrow. Set yep. something up. Yep. All right, yeah, ladies. Hollywood. Yes. Enjoy enjoy the weekend.
2: Memorial Day Memorial weekend. Day. Yeah, be, yeah. be safe. Have fun with your family. Yep. Um, hope hopefully it's good weather wherever you're at. So yeah. you can you know go to the see pool. y'all in Vegas.
3: Yes, Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. Vegas. We will see to, y'all out there.
2: Shout out to recession Pool.
3: Yeah. And <laughs> five hundred and the whole team. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, a special event. Shout out to him and shout out to Ashley. We don't give Ashley. We gotta give Ashley, to Ashley. Let's give Ashley her flowers. Not only does she help put on Market Mondays events and, and Vest Fest, but she also does uh, work with all the guys. Neo and, and him. From yeah. Ashley,
4: I need you to play my birthday party. Ashley, a, you. Yeah. Ashley I need to you. Well, well, hey, put in chat. where well, we should go for my birthday. Kind of big celebration. Yeah, Mars, Mars, Bora Bora, something. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta leave. We gotta leave stateside for a little bit. No, we gotta come back for the fifth though. We'll be back in time. <laughs> we'll, we'll be back. I can't wait till y'all make y'all announcement about the We was in the water. I said, boy, y'all plan to take over, over. Ooh, baby. 7.7 7 million views, for first week. Boy. <laughs> can't wait. It's been fun. Big been mind, real. Big mind teams. <laughs>
3: it's been
4: real. Can't wait. Hollywood. Soon come.
6: Next
3: up
2: next stop, Hollywood.
3: All right, y'all. Love is love. Be good to each other. Peace. Take your business further with the smart
0: and flexible American Express business gold card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash card.
1: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable.